We're Jill and Jenna, sisters who believe that gut health is the baseline required to live your best life. But health is way more than that. So we've made it our mission to take a deep dive into gut health, mental health, fitness, nutrition, and more. Interviewing experts, having real conversations, all while making sure all of the information is digestible. Welcome Welcome to to our our Gut Talk. Talk. This episode is sponsored by Element Electrolytes. You guys have been going crazy about these electrolytes. You're posting them on your Instagram story. You're DMing us, you're tagging us. And if you follow us on any platform, you would know we post about these a lot, probably because we have them every single day. Anyway, let me tell you a little bit about hydration. To properly hydrate, you want to include water with electrolytes. So when you sweat, you are losing water and sodium. And both of these need to be replaced to prevent headaches, muscle cramps, energy dips, confusion and more, basically anything that is dehydration. You know, I've told you this before, I used to get cramps after big workouts, especially at night that would wake me up. But after drinking electrolytes with my water consistently, I literally cannot remember the last time that's happened. Electrolytes facilitate hundreds of functions in the body, including the conduction of nerve impulses, hormonal regulation, nutrient absorption, and fluid balance. They also boost performance and recovery. Element, spelled L-M-N-T, is a tasty electrolyte drink mixed with everything you need and nothing you don't. That means a science-backed electrolyte ratio with none of the junk. No sugar, no coloring, no artificial ingredients, no gluten, no fillers, no BS. Jill and my favorite flavors are the raspberry and watermelon salt with grapefruit, their new flavor, a close third. And can I also add that they make you want to drink your water? So if you're someone who constantly says you need to drink more water, this might be right up your alley. We have a deal for the Gut Talk community. You can go to drinkelement.com slash guttalkgirls. That's drinklmnt.com slash guttalkgirls to get a free Element sample pack when you make any purchase through our link. The Element sample pack includes one packet of every flavor. This is perfect for anyone who's interested in trying all of the flavors or if you want to introduce a friend to Element. So try it out and let us know what you think. Before we start out, any intro or any conversation, we would love to ask that if you love this podcast or this episode for you to rate, review, share it to your friends, your mom, your aunt, your sister, your cousin, that helps us out so, so much. And we really appreciate all of the support, the shares, the sharing it on Instagram stories. So thank you in advance. We appreciate you all so, so much. Now let's get into it. We have Nurse Doza on the podcast today. Let me just give you a quick little spiel about him. Dr. Jonathan Mendoza, better known as Nurse Doza, is a highly accomplished and well-respected holistic family nurse practitioner and doctor of chiropractic. He is a nationally recognized leader, speaker, educator, and advocate in functional medicine, with a special focus on liver function, metabolic health, inflammation, hormone balance, energy, and personalized supplementation. He is a pioneer in the liver revolution and believes the key to optimal health and longevity lies in the liver. Jill, he is so knowledgeable. He really is. And we barely tap the surface. I feel like with Nurse Doza, we're going to have to have so many more episodes with him. But what I really loved about this conversation is you're going to leave feeling the need to take a step back. Mm-hmm. He really supported the idea of going back to the basics and reminding you that 
we're all searching for these constant dopamine hits in this world we live in today. And instead, he recommends you to find your spot, which you'll learn about in the episode, and just really taking a step back. Yeah, and Nurse Doza works with women all day, every day, and he delivers his message in such a soft and um, I don't want to go and say digestible way, approachable. but an approachable way to say, hey, women are dealing with so many gut issues these days, hormonal imbalances, PCOS is on the rise, and we mentioned that in this episode today. What are things we can start doing today, now, right after you listen to this episode that can really change your approach and, and your health? So get ready to learn more about finding your spot, dopamine, PCOS, insulin resistance, B vitamins, why they're so important, and your liver health, please welcome Nurse Doza to Gut Talk. Woo! The truth is, and we'll get into the liver aspect, all this stuff is for the liver. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that's that's our recipe. That's like kind of what our main MO is. Like. It's funny you said this one has B vitamins. Recently, I have had like my hands and feet fall asleep for like a second. Just like not very long, but like if I put it in a weird position for a little while, I've been finding that my hands just get like a little tingly. And I'm, I had not Google start researched it because I was like, it's going to diagnose me with a hundred things and yeah. I'm going to be paranoid. And then I was like, you know what? I just need to understand a little bit more. And it said that a lot of times you're just deficient in B vitamins. You know, it's interesting. Uh, I think everyone's deficient in B vitamins. Really? Mm-hmm. Why? Well, I think everyone's malnourished. Right. Okay, so uh, if you want to get into the liver talk. So I was reading today in this other article that said um, 30% of Americans are are obese and have a fatty liver. So what's interesting is if you say they have a fatty liver, I have to assume that that fatty liver doesn't have nutrients in it because the liver needs these nutrients. Like the ones you're drinking right now essentially is like a liver cocktail. Okay. Um, So instead of eating liver – what you're really trying to eat the liver for is the nutrients out of there, the B vitamins, the amino acids, the trace minerals. And really essentially why you even eat to begin with is why you need that. So when you go back to like, oh, I'm having numbness in here, that's how it, the B vitamin deficiency will affect you. With me, it's mood. Oh. So like if I do not have B vitamins, my mood tanks because B vitamins help make like their uh, serotonin and dopamine. Mm. So for my whole life, I'm deficient in B vitamins because I don't eat spinach. Like, I don't eat kale. I, yeah. I, just, I don't eat veggies. <laughs> right. like, yeah, I'm just to be honest with you. So, uh, and I know this. Yeah. I know this. And mm-hmm. so, like, when I started testing my labs, it's not, you know, shocking that I'm low in B12 and B9. And then I went down right. the rabbit hole, B6. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm like, oh, wow. And so then everyone we tested, like, every single person in Austin, you know, is on a certain diet. So right. they're like, I want to check my labs. Right. And so then they're like, well, I'm keto. I'm paleo. I'm vegan. I'm carnivore. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. show me my labs. And so I show them all. And I'm like... I know you're the healthiest vegan because that is a thing to not be very healthy when you are vegan, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I've had healthy vegans who are still deficient, like way deficient in B vitamins, and they eat all the raw organic like veggies you can imagine. I'm like, yeah. yeah, but it's not enough. Right. So then the B vitamin deficiency is like, imagine that cocktail that you're holding. I could give that to 10 different people, and 10 different people will have 10 different reactions. Oh. Because their deficiency is different for everyone. However, I'm just going to give you, I'm guessing what you need, mm-hmm. right? And then more specifically, like what your body's needing at this moment. Right. Yeah. Right. So then I think about like what you were saying with the numbness. You know, some other people might say, well, you know, hand placement is also a big view. Sure. Uh, carpal tunnel is another thing I think of when I come to it as well. But mm-hmm. you're right about the B vitamins because what people don't also understand is B vitamins help arteries. 
and not to get too much in the science of it, but just think like, okay, it helps the liver, it helps my arteries, it helps make serotonin. I'm like, yeah. Mm-hmm. So just imagine that most people who are dealing with low mood, low energy, digestive issues, right? Mm-hmm. Like maybe they're missing things in their diet that is the reason why they're not functioning as well as they should. Why don't you think we hear about V B vitamins? So just to give you a little bit of background, sure. Jenna's a nutritional therapy practitioner. So she she's gone out and she's educated herself and purposely we've kind of kept me in the dark because I am the classic consumer. I see something. I'm like, that makes sense. I'm going to try it. Science has never worked out for me. Like everyone who listens to our podcast knows I, it was a survive, not thrive type thing. So for me, it's really helpful because I'm like all of our community that doesn't really understand the big level, but I still want to be really healthy. So when I'm watching influencers, nurses, doctors, whoever you are who's knowledgeable, we hear a lot about vitamin D, right? The sun, sunlight right now is it's getting a ton of attention, which is awesome. Sure. Uh, I think vitamin C has always been like, you know, it's vitamin C helps you not get sick, right? Pack the vitamin C. Like I'm just talking about things that mm. we've always kind of heard growing up. Mm. I've n- I never hear about B vitamins. Yeah. And right? you should remember, I don't know if y'all had this, but I had uh, Flintstone vitamins growing up. Yeah, right? of course we did. Right? Okay. Yeah. So you remember that those were what you took when mm-hmm. you're like, I need to take my vitamins, yes. right? right. And, and you're a kid and you're like, well, why do I take these things? Right. Even when we're going through school. Honestly, every single uh, healthcare practitioner to a certain degree has learned about vitamins, mm-hmm. right, in their curriculum. Um, even the medical traditional has said, oh, B12 injections for people who are anemic, right? Now, if I just go and I look at studies, right, because I want to be nerdy because that's who I am, um, I can tell you every which way how everything's connected from vitamins and how they work, right? But if you're saying, well, I just want the, the layman's you know, terms, then I say, okay, well, think about it this way. Your car. All right. And what you're drinking and consuming right now is the right form of gasoline for your car. Right. Mm-hmm. And if you consume a soda instead of that, that's the wrong kind of gasoline for your car. Right. right. And what happens is you're going to store that soda somewhere in your body the same way you're going to store those vitamins. And if you think about it, you're going to store in places like your liver, your muscles, your brain, uh, your digestive tract. And what happens is if you store the wrong things. It inflames the body, and the body doesn't know what to do about it, right? That's why fatty liver comes up. That's why diabetes, metabolic disorders, heart disease. Mm-hmm. And what happens after a while is you just say, well, are we doing this to ourselves, right? And yeah. so, I, so what I really like about what y'all's concept is, is you're saying, I think we are. Now, if we just remove the idea that we need someone to tell us mm. and dis- to diagnose us and tell us a label mm-hmm. for then us to follow a protocol, so be it. Right. Right. Like I get that. There's a lot of people out there who say that that that's where the science comes into play. And I think that's why influencers and doctors are really big in uh, the social media world, because they're describing things that people really want more information about. Right. They're studying, uh, you know, Huberman is I'm a big fan of. And Huberman is a geeky guy talking about science and people are applauding this and wanting more. Right. And this is incredible. And and I'm sure that your uh, audience is the same way. They'll say, look. I just want to know how this can help me, right? right? Like mm-hmm. this is more anything else, right? And so I say, this is perfect. This is how we operate. If you came into this clinic, right? And you saw us and you had a drink, and just like I asked you before, I asked you a very simple way to think about it, right? Like mm-hmm. caffeine, no caffeine. right? Because what I've asked a thousand times over is, do you want some energy? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I get 10,000 answers because people don't know what energy really is to them. Mm-hmm. Sure. Okay. So then I say, okay, let's simplify this. Right. So it very caffeine, no caffeine. Right. And that's why you're like, nope. So I said, I know what to make for you. Sure. Right. Mm-hmm. Simple. Okay. Now, when we first started, 
I, I had this concept. I said, I think everyone wants to lose weight. Okay, let's just be honest. Like, I just, and it's not superficial, but it's honestly, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. And then on the behind of the scenes of it, everyone wants energy. Okay. How'd you get? How'd you get from that to that? So when we opened up, we said, how? What demographics would be ideal for us? It'd be people who want to be uh, into their health and wellness, right? So we offered vitamin drinks, vitamin IVs, vitamin injections. We we've always done lab work. So then you have your science geeky people, but then you have your people just like, I want to know what's going on with my hormones. Just tell me. Sure. Right. right. Um, so we've done all these things for the, for the people to help them understand their bodies and how they function better. Right. So when you've done it a thousand, 10,000 times over and you've heard the same things over, what people come in for is very different than what they realize is going on. Okay. Okay. So just very simple. Like, let's say the initial talk, like I'm a chiropractor, nurse practitioner, what is more enticing to have a conversation about hormones and weight loss or back pain and knee pain? I mean, for me, hormones and weight loss. Right. Mm-hmm. That's most people, right? Mm-hmm. Me is back pain. Back pain. Okay. <laughs> well, it's funny. Okay. I have scoliosis. Okay. So very, and then you think like in my, my mind, it's like how many people have scoliosis and there's a right. smaller percentage, right? right but yeah. then most I'm people, unique. right. Right. <laughs> but I would, but see what's interesting is, um, then what I found when I was in like starting off in practice, mm-hmm. I was like, well, what is going to get people in the door? right and if it's a scoliotic patient like they'll come in and then they'll think i have scoliosis and this is what i have for the rest of my life and there's a whole thing behind that the person with the hormones thing is coming in as a blank canvas and it's just like i don't know what's going on like will you tell me what's going on with my body and that is a really interesting concept because it's a challenging concept Mm -hmm. the scoliotic thing is like here's an x-ray here's what your curve looks like this is what you're going to do for the rest of your life you're going to get adjusted yeah right and and the hormone thing is like well i don't know which hormone it is right or even knowing that it is hormones because what we found and with ourselves when we first had gut issues when i was bloated when i had fatigue and all these issues i didn't necessarily this is a few years ago three four five years ago I didn't know how to connect the dots, right? And I think a lot of people don't know. I think a lot of people don't realize that their lack of energy, their fatigue, their acne, people think acne is just because they're using the wrong face products, right? So I or, think it's- Or even worse, they have bad skin. Oh, oh I just, right. have, bad I just skin, have bad skin, right? So it's almost like taking that step back and not even knowing that your issues are from a deeper rooted problem rather than being able to say, oh, I know I have a hormonal imbalance because of X, Y, and Z symptoms. I don't even think people go that far and know that. You're right. They don't. Um, I like the term genetic. It's just, it's my genes, yeah. right? Yeah. I've heard this about diabetes and heart disease a lot. Mm-hmm. So just from mm-hmm. a scientific standpoint, I think sitting is what causes high blood pressure. If you just want to simplify heart disease. And I know if you're like, oh my God, it's way simplifying. I'm like, no, seriously, if it's outside of a mechanical issue you were born with that you'll pick up on as an early kid. Right. When you're older, if your blood pressure goes up, I'm like, you've been sitting in the, indoors too long. Because of the sunlight, right? right? Sunlight helps blood circulate. It helps regulate uh, hormones and everything. So then I'm like, well, what are you doing all day? And you're like, well, I'm sitting indoors all day at work. Right. And I said, well, what are you consuming at your desk? And they're like, well, it's not B vitamins. Right. <laughs> this last thing they're going, unless right. they're consuming monster drinks or energy drinks now that are fortified with it. Mm-hmm. Now go back to even cereal and breakfast, right? Most important meal of the day. And I say this in quotations. Mm-hmm. Who said that? Honestly. Cereal confidence. Right. Bingo. That's exactly who <laughs> said that. Say. So then General Mills mm-hmm. and Post and all they said, you need a meal when you first wake up in the morning. Now, what's interesting about it is if you go back and look at the cereals that were developed at that time, mm-hmm. none of them had anything more than like, you know, fiber, a corn, you right. know, like bread, you know, corn flakes, right? Mm-hmm. There was no B vitamins in corn. 
So what did they start doing? They started fortifying cereal, added now with B vitamins, uh, vitamin D, like in bread, milk, they've done that too, because there's no nutrients in those quote unquote food products. But if they do that, is that level of B vitamin sufficient enough? No. Right. And that's the issue. So then yeah. it kind of goes back to the diet thing. And you've learned this now. Uh, let's just simplify it. Everyone's deficient in something, mm -hmm. right? When it comes to a nutrient. Mm -hmm. And the reason I even eat food is because I'm trying to get nutrients out of it, right? right. I'm trying to get healthy vitamins out of healthy vegetables and fruits. Mm -hmm. um, the sugar that comes from fruits and vegetables is way better and cleaner and I can handle it better than sugar of a chocolate bar. Let's right. just be honest, right? Like right. we were designed to handle strawberries and berries and avocados. We right. weren't designed for like, you know, a caramel, you know, chocolate right. fudge, right. you know, like right. it's just not, that's not Every drink on the Starbucks menu essentially. Right. That is, right? It's like a brownie mix in with a pancake right and so then you you consume that in the morning and i i, I find this interesting because i i study people y'all study people by this mm -hmm. point um driving to work i'll look at the line and starbucks mm -hmm. and the most important meal of the day is a starbucks coffee contained with whipped cream and sugar mm -hmm. and caffeine and an extra shot of espresso and then they may get a pastry, a kind of sugary kind of bar or, you know, protein bar, keto sure. bar, right? Right. Mm -hmm. And here's the thing that's fascinating about this. They're not hungry. They're not hungry about to eat whatever they're about to eat because they're thinking it's breakfast. And on second of that, they're mm -hmm. not caffeine deficient. What do you mean they're not hungry? So when you wake up in the morning, mm -hmm. you've been fasting all night, right? You've mm -hmm. been sleeping. Well, you haven't been eating. So what's going to happen with your blood sugar? It, it's low. When you wake up in the morning, your blood sugar spikes just naturally, just because we're awake, sunlight hits us. That's what we're supposed to do. Right. So whatever sugar you have stored up in your liver, mm -hmm. especially gets released the second sunlight or light hits your eyes. So then what happens is you're naturally increasing your blood sugar. So then if blood sugar is your gasoline for your car, mm -hmm. you don't need to eat to fuel your car. So why do people eat in the morning then? is the question because they were told it's breakfast you eat breakfast right. but then what happens is intermittent fasting which you've heard of and mm -hmm. i'm sure people are fans of mm -hmm. uh people don't they just get breakfast but right. then they don't fall over unless they have a blood sugar issue right and then they can't make it so are you not pro eat something in the morning i say eat when you're hungry got it yeah now go back to your question i loved what you asked um so there's a a hormone mm -hmm. now do you mind if i get a little sciencey yeah okay, I'll, cool. but i might stop you <laughs> That's fine. I, I will make it as simple as possible okay. so there's a hormone that comes from fat cells okay it's called leptin yep okay. i've heard of it okay now its main job is to basically kill our appetite like just suppress it so imagine people who are overweight have lots of leptin mm -hmm. okay and this hormone is literally going to the brain and telling them to put the fork down but they miss the signal and so then the brain has to release more leptin from fat cells to say, no, seriously, like put the fork down. You were not hungry. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Chemically speaking, you do not have an appetite. So what's fascinating is if most people I open with are obese in this country and have a fatty liver, I hate to assume, but let's assume because one in four people uh, uh, have a fatty liver and one in three people in this country uh, are pre-diabetic. Mm -hmm. Then I have to assume that all these people have high amounts of leptin and have no appetite first thing in the morning. And if chemically i know bless you, Thank you. if have a, an increase in blood sugar mm -hmm. then these people don't need to eat and so the only reason we should eat is to consume more energy so then it can fuel our day right I, that's where the concept of breakfast came and i get that general sure. mills is a brilliant man for thinking or whoever right. this person was right? right mr mills yeah mr mills <laughs> and and literally i was like okay that's fascinating so what happens if you don't eat 
okay, so this intermittent fasting thing comes along. So people just skip lunch mm -hmm. on top of it. And I was like, interesting. So I ask a lot of people, I say, okay, um, let's say during your work day, you eat breakfast, you go to work. Are you hungry at lunchtime? Because you ate breakfast. Because now I found that the less I eat, the more full I am, longer. Mm. So then I say, okay, leptin again. Mm -hmm. If leptin's still high at lunchtime, they don't have an appetite lunch again. But yet, do they choose to eat lunch? Right. And the reason is, why? It's because it's lunchtime, I'm hungry. Or a lot of times I hear people say, I can't think. I'm, I, I'm tanking. Mm -hmm. I am like about to pass out. Brain and I fog. need brain fog. I need something to eat. It has nothing to do with low testosterone or low estrogen or going into menopause. It has nothing to do with digestive issues. It has to do with the fact that their blood sugar is dropping mm. and they're hangry. So, mm -hmm. like, I work out at normally around 6 a.m. every morning. Okay. That's what works for me. Okay. Around 8.30, I'm hungry. Okay. Where is your hunger coming from? Is it coming from your stomach or your brain? My stomach. Like, it's like growling. 8.30 a.m.? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, what's interesting is you, you – so, you work out before that? Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. How, how long have you been doing this for? I mean, off and on – years and years, years. okay yeah. so you kind of trained your metabolism and your body to wake up and be able to do a workout in the morning yeah now some people don't work out in the morning let's be honest right yeah I, of course I, yeah. I mean i walk you walk lately yeah. okay okay so <laughs> what's interesting though can i ask why walking as opposed to what do you choose to do i, I do like mostly hit uh hot yoga perfect like, okay i love this All right, we're gonna get into this okay and you do walking yes we i have to walk our dogs so that's my excuse okay awesome okay so um would you choose to instead run with the dog if you wanted to get a more intense workout absolutely if the dog would run yeah. if the dog would run okay i, love I like this. running okay so in our newsletter this past week we had a question about uh hit exercises and autoimmune disorders mm -hmm. yeah and there there's a lot of research now saying that uh, you should choose low-intensity workouts yeah. for autoimmune disorders because mm -hmm. it's counterintuitive for people who are inflamed all the time, right? Sure. Like, think about it. Like, if you're always doing HIT, then you're ramping your body up. Yeah. Um, I think naturally in the morning what happens is you ramp up your metabolism hormones in a good way. Mm -hmm. And what happens is then you use up all the energy that you naturally woke up with. And now you're like, yeah, we need a little bit more. So that's it's good that that's I'm good. hungry. That is good. Because okay. it's interesting that you say that because – so I played college softball. Okay. So I've been an athlete my whole life. Mm -hmm. And for, I'm 28 now, I graduated 23. So the past six-ish, five-ish, six years, I've been trying to figure out what workouts work for me. And I've done everything. I did just w walking and very low impact, some yoga, stretching. I'd gain weight. So then I tried weightlifting because I really do believe in the benefits of muscle building and all that good stuff for your brain health. I bulked immediately. You know how they're like, oh, girls, you can go to the gym. You won't bulk. No, I couldn't fit into my jeans within a month, I, I'm guessing because of like the muscle memory. What I'm doing right now is like hit on a yoga mat in like a heated room. So like 15 to 20 pounds max, basically moving my body for 50 minutes. Two days a week, I'll do like the tread, like orange theory type style stuff. I feel the best. I'm not overly sore. I can work out. I do it about five days a week. But it's interesting that you say that because I thought, okay, lower impact would be better for me because I don't want to inflame my body. But the hit is what what's working. Like, how do we know what mm -hmm. works for our body? Just kind of like me, try it out for five years and figure it out. Sure. So um, full disclosure, uh -huh. we have a uh, majority of our clients and even our demographics online are women. Mm -hmm. So we have dealt with 
women's hormones, women's health issues for years, uh, I speak to at least 10 women on a daily basis about their hormones. So like it's very common to talk about all these things. So one, we have a lot of great examples throughout the years. We also work with athletes. Mm -hmm. um, so imagine a female athlete, a college athlete um, is very different than your typical 30 year old female. Okay. It just real, it really is like, so I ask, ask things like how early was your period? Uh, when did you start mencing? Like, you know, were you a gymnast or a long distance runner? You know, did you miss periods when you were younger? Did, eating disorders come into play, right? right? So all these things. And then I think about birth control and then I think about, you know, grad school and then was Adderall thrown into the picture. Mm -hmm. And then you're like, okay, wow, this opens up a lot. So I say, okay, imagine all your body's still dealing with all that. And then you decide the best things for me is to work out 20 days of 30 days of the month fine okay example so this one lady came up to us and they had this gym in east austin that was doing a challenge for december the most workouts gets you a prize right Ooh. i've seen them you've seen this before right. yeah my goodness we were there the entire month uh, doing pop-ups and uh, there were people coming up to us and i said how's things going yeah they're like i'm so far behind so and so is killing it they're like up to 30 like workouts it's day like 15 or 16 they're uh, doing two or three a days oh no Holy. yeah and i'm like okay that can't, <laughs> and you're sad that you're not able to keep up they're like there's no one that can keep up she's a machine it was a girl that was leading i was like oh that's incredible uh -huh. and so i asked this other the female that was talking to me i was like so what's going on she was i gained more weight i don't understand mm -hmm. this i said i've worked out 12 times this week or this year or, or this month already it's like only you know day 15 what's going on she was and i said it's all right here she says her belly mm -hmm. yeah it's her waist she said even like her chest a little bit has gotten mm -hmm. and she was i thought i'd be losing weight like i'm working out more i haven't changed my diet like honestly i said you're inflamed yeah because what happens after workout a high intensity workout strains your muscles let's just be honest right mm -hmm. you're sore yeah but what happens is you probably get up and do it again the next day right mm -hmm. all right now i read a story uh, or a story, or a study uh, that said that cortisol, the stress hormone, is increased for up to 24 hours after a high-intensity workout. Oh wow! So you have to imagine like all the other hormones that come along with your cortisol that you're getting in the morning mm, sure. is your dopamine, your adrenaline, right? Uh, all these other things, and then on top of it, you're like, well, are we fully recovered? And then you go back at it again. Right. So then I say those hormones are fluctuating, right? Because there's a domino effect. With females, it's extra hormones on top of it, right? You know, not just testosterone like it has in men. Sure. So then you're like, okay, what's that doing for me on Tuesday morning when I get up to do it again? Well, in between that, I say, well, what was your day like? What was your sleep like? What was your diet like? Because if you're like, oh, yeah, I went out in between all that, blah, blah. Well, I have a study that shows you what it's like to work out when you're hungover. It's not good for your body. Right. It tanks your hormones. I saw the yeah. video you made. I was like, I want to go into that. Yeah. So so think about this. Uh, mm -hmm. Typical lifestyle. We open with drinking, right? We talked about alcohol and why we have a, a healthy alternative. Well, it's because on Saturday mornings, people choose to get up early to go to the gym or they go to the yoga class. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I think that's great. I want to cater to that. But I won't cater to that talking about leptin and insulin and cortisol and trying to you know blast this into mm -hmm. people's brain. Like, what? It's like, no. It's like, imagine... If you just take this instead of drinking this, you will feel better an hour later when you're doing this. Yeah. And people are like, I got that. I'm like, cool. Even if you did this, I'm like, yeah. Even if you did this the night before, you could still do this and it helps you continuously move on with your day. So what you're saying is, is okay, Friday night you went out, but Saturday morning you want to work out. This is the problem. So you ch you want – and the question is, why do you want to work out? Is, and, and, and I say- To that, feel better. To feel better. Yeah, there I don't right. that I went out okay. the day before. Bingo. That's, okay, that's exactly why. So go back to why I say people come in in the first place, right? Mm -hmm. They want to lose weight. Well, why do they want to lose weight? 
they want to feel better. Right. Mm-hmm. Why do they want more energy? They want to feel better. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay, so it all comes down to one simple thing. People want to feel better. Right. And if they drink, they do not feel better. So, okay, be honest. Right. hypothetically speaking, for the thousands of people, including me sometimes, that go out on a Friday night. Of course. And then Saturday morning, you do want to work out. Like, whether it's just mental, whatever it may be. Is there something that you can do to support your body before or after your workout to help you? Yes. Or we ha- before or after drinking? Yes. We have a whole podcast even dedicated to this mm-hmm. uh, because we have people, and there's no judgment. Like I said, like right. we completely understand. So uh, has anyone ever heard of the sauna? Yeah. Mm. Of course. Okay. So if you do 20, 30 minutes of the sauna, it's like 20, 30 minutes of high-intense cardio. Yeah. Imagine you also get the sweating out of it. So you're sweating out the toxins, but guess what? You're not doing anything. You're just sitting there. Right. Right. So then you're like, oh, I don't have the energy to go work out and I've been really sore and like, oh, I just don't do it. Like just listen to your body. And But you're like, but I want to feel better. I'm like, I get it. So let's sweat out right. and get rid of all the toxins you have in your body and get you feeling better as quickly as possible. Let's replenish you on top of that. Yeah. Right. So then you say, okay, what do I do Saturday morning? I said, you can go to a sauna. Uh, my gym, I go to the YMCA. They have saunas at every YMCA almost. Uh-huh. Uh, and I'll just sit there and sweat. Sometimes when I do go for a workout, uh, just because I don't drink anymore, full disclosure, but if I just go out on a Tuesday and I don't have it in me that day for a workout, I'm not pushing it. I'm sorry. I'm just not. Because right. it doesn't it doesn't make sense. Yeah. I, it's so funny. Jenna is like always a few steps ahead of me in health. Like she brings up a topic and I'm like, yeah, no. Mm-hmm. And then she does it for a little while. And I'm like, it happened mm-hmm. with meditation when she first started meditating i was like you're kooky and right. now I, I took a six-month meditation course like i oh, always really yeah nice, I, nice. I always follow along okay have you heard of sukha yoga yeah yeah okay yeah. so That's we love oh Mahan nice yeah. it's like yeah. our yeah. family aaron and mark are incredible so yeah. i was like i don't understand meditation i'm gonna go learn about it so that way i can do it right so did all of that it was really cool but my point is is jenna's like if i don't feel it i'm not working out and I come from the athlete background. It's like, no, 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 my body's capable of doing it. It's mind over matter. And so she'd be like, yeah, I just, I'm, I'm going to take the day off and I'll, I'm not feeling it. I'm like, weak. Okay. Like, I'm going to sure. go. Now I realize, like, if I don't feel like I can give it at least 90%, I'm just not doing it. And where's that intuition coming from? Well, Jenna. But <laughs> I don't know, but seriously. It's taught. It's, it's. It's accepting, just like the drinking, just like everything else we've talked about. It's accepting that a lot of these feelings have been taught to me, and it's not what I actually feel. Mm-hmm. And it's been a really weird experience because it's like it's my my mind fighting itself. It's like I don't have it in me today, but you need to have it. And then it's like, okay, well, I'm just gonna do this instead. No, just don't do anything at all. And it's like I just had a full blown fight with myself yeah, before yeah. eight a.m. Yeah. in the morning. Remember I told you that little voice? Yeah, that, yeah. That, that, exactly. So it, we all have this little voice, and if you remember the cartoons growing up, you had the good voice on the right mm-hmm. and the bad one on the left. We have those, but most people have probably ten thousand of those on their shoulders. Right. And it's really interesting. You talk about like ADHD, for example. Um, I I don't like that label. You know, because ADHD definitely, if you want to throw labels out there, has depression involved in it heavily. Mm-hmm. So depression will not give you motivation to get up on a Saturday morning and go to the gym, yeah. regardless of your, whether you're drinking the night before or not. Right. So then I really think about and I say, why do you want to go work out? You're like, because when I do work out, I feel better after I work out. Like, I just know I got it in today. I did something. Yeah. And if I do it first thing in the morning, mm-hmm. maybe then I can check that off my list. Yeah. I totally get that. So um, you mentioned Suka Yoka, which shout out to them because I, I, I like them too. Uh, there's a, a part in yoga called Savasana. Mm-hmm. 
and uh, I discovered it thanks to Baldo years ago. And uh, he, he, I went into class the first time to yoga, and I laid down and just relaxed at the end of a hard workout. Mm-hmm. And uh, my body just fell into this kind of trance mm-hmm. that I had not gotten before in the gym. Mm-hmm. And I was an athlete too, played baseball my whole life and everything. And so I understand what it's like to say, you got to get up and work out and you got to go run. I hated running. Yeah, mm-hmm. I hated running baseball because it – you, you run poles, right, back and forth. And oh, it's like, yeah. oh, you're a pitcher. So then that's all you do in between throwing and you just run all the time. <laughs> right. you know? yeah. So then I'm like, okay, well, I guess I could run for fun. Right. You know, like, and then people are like, we could run a marathon. I'm like, no, <laughs> no, <laughs> no, we're not doing that now. And then I'm like, I guess I could go to the gym. And then people get, well, let's get buff. And then right. I'm like, okay, well, let's talk about this. Right. So testosterone, let's talk about guys for a second. So um, guys have body image issues just as much mm-hmm. as women do. Yeah. And the athletes back in college – have it even more sometimes so i've been to gyms uh where there's guys that have the eight packs right and they're just mm-hmm. ripped and you know they work out for an hour and a half in the gym right and then you see the females who are you know obviously posting and showing their videos and getting all their followers from their crazy workouts and i ask them questions like so how do you feel before you go into your workout on that saturday morning and they're like oh i feel horrible <laughs> but they didn't drink the night before because they don't drink anymore right so right. i'm like Okay, so why do you feel like crap? Like, oh, I'm just exhausted. So then I'm like, okay, where are you getting this energy from? They're like, I don't have any energy. Okay, so is that good for your workout? And they're like, probably not, but, you know, mm-hmm. this is what I do. I said, would you ever take a day off? And their eyes get bigger, and they're like, nope. Right. And I say, okay, can I add? And I always do this, I just because why not? And I'm like, I'm a, if I have to, I say, I'm a practitioner, by the way. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, okay, well. Um, have you ever injured anything? They're like, oh yeah, I've torn this, I've broken this, but and like, and on the surface, they look like physique, right. ideal. Right. Internally, they're broken. Mm. Say the uh. phrase, fit does not equal healthy. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I'm big on that. <laughs> so what's fascinating is we kill ourselves in the gym mm-hmm. to attain this body image or this style or this lifestyle of we have to be healthy and this is what we have to do. Because we were told this is the lifestyle. I mean, think about yoga pants. People, I mean, women literally wear yoga pants now and be like, well, I'm kind of like almost ready to do something at any moment, right? If I need to, right? <laughs> so true. And, but at the same time, I can relax. Right? <laughs> I can relax and just take care of myself, right? Mm-hmm. You know. But interesting is, so then I, I got psychology, right? So I'm like, well, how do you take care of yourself if you're not going to the gym? If you're not going to yoga class on Saturday morning, let's just say you skip the workout entirely. Right. And let's say you're like, I don't have it today. What does my body need? That little voice in my head, what does it need? I ask this question to everyone. So mm-hmm. my question to y'all is, let's say you take workout out of it. And also keep in mind to be healthy doesn't mean exercise. I call it movement because mm-hmm. I think that's healthy. Morning yeah. movement. Morning movement. So yeah. the walking ideal. <laughs> right. But let's say fitness, exercise, just take exercise out of it Saturday morning. Yeah. What would you do to help kind of rejuvenate y'all i mean like drink water electrolytes go further than that is that going to replenish um, your soul the, no you know what the first would... thing i thought about dancing. dancing if i ever really need to like <laughs> pump myself up i i go where no one can see me right. i'll put on some good music and i just kind of like let my body move but it, quite frankly it's a very vulnerable thing right. like I, I would do it in front of jenna but probably not you guys what i know but why why wouldn't I? Because yeah. I would look so silly. Why? To who? 
you guys. Okay. All right. So I'm, I do a social experiment. Okay. Um, do you sing in your car? I do. Yes. Yeah. Okay. No. Do you sing in your car at the stoplight? Probably sometimes. With no. the windows rolled down. No. no. Why not? <laughs> if I'm with Jill, but not by myself. Okay. So then, okay. If because if so, I'm gonna be on someone's Snapchat. Right. <laughs> and you know what I will think? Here's what is funny about this. Okay. Glass half full, glass half empty. Yeah. Yeah. I'll be like, those girls are having some fun over right. there. Right. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I wonder what they're listening to. And sure. I'll try to see if I can hear. Mm-hmm. Right. Not not I'm going to be on someone's Snapchat. I'm the star of their Snapchat. Bingo. Right. Bingo. Yeah. That's how I look at it. Right. So, okay. Yeah. So, going back to the gym. Um, so, I go to the gym probably three times a week if I'm lucky. Mm-hmm. I have a family and a business. Uh, so, it, it's hard. Mm-hmm. But I make that time when I can. Like, I'm going to go to it after this. But my workout is very different than before. I'm 41. Mm-hmm. My testosterone is very good. However, I'm not injecting it or I'm not uh, taking it. Yeah. And my muscle strength is very good. Uh, I have decent muscle. I'm the leanest I've ever been. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I was 45 pounds heavier 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I've come a long way. But I'm supplementing with vitamins. I'm taking the right diet. I'm getting the right sleep. I track my sleep. You know, I get healthy poops, you know, mm-hmm. uh, which is important in health, right? Uh, and then I have healthy conversations with people. I surround myself with, you know, people that really uh, – help me but then think about this okay so my family's out of town this weekend what am i going to do saturday morning i have anything i can do i'm gonna go on a bike ride i'm gonna go through nature i'm gonna go on a trail not just in the street like i'm going in where the trees are at the green belt you know where this is at right i'm gonna go i got this new trail i'm gonna try yeah and i'm gonna sit there when i find the right spot and here's what i suggest to everyone saturday morning if you have the ability you find your spot I love that. Okay. And you find your spot. And mine is sunny under trees with birds chirping in the background, things rustling on the ground. Okay. To me, I feel safe. And what I do is I sit down. I'm not standing. Right. The only time I really want to sit is on my bike or I'm sitting on the ground. And when I'm sitting on the ground, I'm not moving. Mm. But everything else might be around me. Yeah. I love find your spot because every single person listening to this can find their spot. It doesn't matter how much money you have. It doesn't matter how much time you have. You can always find your spot. I agree. Right? What about this for the person who just drank the night before? Mm-hmm. Okay, where where are they at in life at that moment? Ooh. Right? Because it's <laughs> yeah. not good. Right. right? Now, if it's a couple of times they've done this before, you know, they'll probably bounce back. If this has been repeated, and by any means, like I said, there's no judgment, but I said sure. this has been going on, could you change up the routine and have a better spot on a Saturday morning? Right? Like, mm-hmm. I-, I used to sleep in. So the thing is, my spot was in bed, 9 a.m. Saturday morning. Yeah. You're probably awake by 9 a.m. Mm-hmm. You're awake by 9 a.m. Mm-hmm. You're going at it. Mm-hmm. Could you imagine sleeping in by 9 a.m. at this point? Only if I'm really tired and I think I need it. And the answer is really no. I mean, we our max is probably 8:30. <laughs> well, like really, because you trained your body. Yeah, because. Yeah. I guess so, yeah. Okay, so eight, so imagine this. You, you would sh- be, I would be like, is she okay? <laughs> right, yeah. seriously. I'm thinking like if I if I went to sleep super late, yeah, yeah. I would give myself the if permission. You're yeah. you give yourself the permission if, yeah. and wouldn't feel bad about it. No. Okay, so let's go back to that. So let's say you wake up Saturday and you do sleep in for the people who are like, okay, I do sleep in at yeah. night, so be it. Yeah. Perfect. What you do right after you get up is important. Okay. Okay, because Saturday, I have to imagine either you're working on Saturday or you're not, right? Let's just be mm-hmm. honest, right? So if Saturday you're not, it's kind of Saturday, right? Like, it's like, what could you do for yourself? What do you have planned? What is something that you could get to do today that no one else, you know, gets to do, right? Sure. Mm-hmm. So then I say, well, here in Austin, you can go outside. And there's lots of outdoor stuff. So to me, that's what I choose to do. Mm-hmm. If it's beautiful outside, I'm like, there's no way I'm sitting indoors. But if my body's not up to it, I choose to stay indoors 
and relax and recover and not feel bad about it. You know why? That's hard. You know why? Because it's no one else's body except mine. Yeah. yeah. And it's no one else's voices in my head except mine. And it's no one else's life besides mine. They're not going to tell me what to do with my life. And I'm tired of, like, as I was younger, I used to worry about what people thought about me. Mm -hmm. You know, people had imposter syndrome and all that. I wanted value. I wanted to be worthy. I wanted my place in this. I wanted this award, this accolade. I don't care about that anymore. Right. I do not. Yeah. Because no one was paying attention to begin with. And then when the people who were, the people who really counted are still paying attention and still support me in anything that I do. Right. And that's my community. And then I found that if I don't have someone and I have no one around me, Mm -hmm. I still have the trees. Mm -hmm. And I have this so-called life. Now, it's taken me years in therapy, of self-therapy to get to that point. But what it's taken is this. It's learning how to sit still. That savasana, when I first laid there, I was like, oh, my God, this is what it's like to be relaxed. Yeah. So if you have to go to yoga class at 9 a.m. to get to the savasana at 9.50 a.m., that's what I came for. I literally go to a 7 a.m. class to be there. It's like, I'm here for Savasana. Yeah. Right. And if sometimes I didn't have it. I'd look over. Baldo was next to me, too. He's laying down Savasana the entire time. I was right. like, you can do this? He goes, yeah, bro. It's whatever you want. It's your yoga class. Right. And so I was like, this is fascinating. Uh-huh. Tell me more. And he goes, why don't you choose to explore what time is to you? And I said, what do you mean? He goes, well, you have 24 hours in a day. That guy has 24 hours a day. You have 24 hours a day. What do you do with your time? That's why I said when you get up in the morning, if I choose to just lay there, and this is what I tell people, relaxing is not cleaning the house. Relaxing is reading your favorite book or a new mm-hmm. book or outside listening to the water fountain, the wind chimes, playing with your dog, you know, watching the light hit the lake. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe it used to be you'd read the paper but you don't want to read the news nowadays right (laughs) but but some people listen to your podcast Mm -hmm. yeah and what's fascinating is i would ask your listeners when most often they listen to your podcast and i bet you you probably know it's on their walks yeah it's while they're moving honestly but think about their mental state oh when they're trying to relax i would hope yeah that i think i think we're a combination of uh, relaxation and education like it's a we're not attacking you I think you mentioned uh Huberman Labs earlier yep. I I love him and really respect what he has to say his podcast stresses me out though <laughs> I'm not gonna listen to him when I'm trying to relax because it's stuff I don't understand it's I feel almost called out which is probably like a good thing but I'm gonna listen to him when I need like a gut check right or like when I need to like adjust something mm-hmm. I hope people listen to us when they're trying to make comfortable changes in a way like I'm, I'm, I'm trying to be better, yep. but I, I don't feel like my world's going to flip upside down when we finish this episode. Sure. And But what's interesting, what everything that you've been saying is I know because I've worked with clients and also reading and learning and understanding our community, it is filled with women who I believe do too much, right? Mm-hmm. I'm not going to say I'm this perfect person that does less, you know, like I, but I do listen to my body in the best of my ability, but we all have that voice in the head. Work out harder because you want the physique. You want to look the part. So many women are struggling with PCOS, right? Hormone issues, digestive issues. And I think a bit of the theme of this topic right now is the fact that what you're saying is less is sometimes so much more. Let me just scale back real quick. I had this one client, wonderful human, right? But she was working out seven days a week, hardcore. 
and not I don't want to say this because I don't want to put it in a negative way but she was running her body to the ground and her job was extremely stressful too but I couldn't and I tried my best getting it across to her that you're living the reason why you have all these health issues right now is because you have to look at your lifestyle you have to look at the fact that you are working out such an insane amount but it didn't feel like an insane amount to her right that on top of your incredibly stressful job you're exhausted and I think that is what we're seeing so much right now is that women I'm going to talk about women because that's our like yours it's uh, our community are exhausted and we've exhausted everything to the point that we have all these gut issues right we have all these hormone imbalances and less is more and that's what you're saying how can this get across to someone like my past client who, in, in all honesty, we were disconnected because at the end of the day, she didn't understand that her life was stressing her so much to where she, it led to all of these issues, sure. which I think is the common theme that you see on a day-to-day basis. Sure, I, I do. Uh, in a nutshell, if I told the exact answer to her, yeah. to her face of what was going on, she would probably walk out the door on yeah. me. Yeah, that's kind of what happened. Right. To be so, honest. so if I said you're the problem, yeah, and also the solution, mm-hmm. would she interpret that as okay? That's my solution, mm-hmm. right? So then, this is how it works. Um, let's say that we're all radio antennas. Okay, mm-hmm. that's what we are. Humans are radio antennas, and we're all listening to a certain radio station. Mm-hmm. Okay, and maybe your favorite genre is hip hop, and yours is jazz, and mine is rock. Okay, and what happens is when you encounter someone who's listening to a different genre than you are and you don't like that music, you don't connect. And what happens is this person listening to maybe, hey, maybe I listen to heavy metal and you're like, I just don't get heavy metal. I don't like it. I just don't, you know, I hear it. It's cringes. I'm like, but imagine that everything I say has a heavy metal kind of influence behind it. Like my Mm -hmm. thoughts, my conversations, my, my shirt that I wear. Sure. Okay. So then imagine there's a reason why. Okay, maybe this is just all I know, right? And I can't get out of this loop. So imagine I go back to the client. Seven days a week, that's not uncommon, actually. Right. I, I If you really think about it, we're moving, exercising every day. And probably. I said, I used her as an example because I believe she is the small sure. subset for the entire population. Sure. And what's interesting is too, because let's be honest, there are some people who say, well, I don't work out that much and I'll do it. I'm like, okay, you do something every day on a daily habit. Let's yeah. just put it that way. Yeah. So let's replace working out with, I eat chocolate every day. Right. Let's replace that with, I drink alcohol every day. Yes. Okay. Let's replace that with, I work every day. Mm-hmm. Okay. So then let's get to the underlying issue. It's dopamine. Okay, that's the problem with this person is that they get their dopamine from working out and they don't get it from anywhere else. Mm-hmm. And it goes back to the mood thing again, right? So the science aspect is dopamine is a hormone that gives us pleasure and reward, mm-hmm. but it gives us focus and motivation. And so all these people depressed have no focus and motivation because they have no dopamine being produced in their body. Mm-hmm. And then on top of it, the only thing that they know how to do to get the dopamine is the thing that they know works best for them, which is working out. Like when I work out, I get this runner's high, I get this endorphin kick, right. and that's what it is with her. Mm-hmm. So then I would simply say, well, how long are you in the gym for? And like, oh, I'm in there for an hour. Mm-hmm. And like, of course you are. And they're probably a little OCD on top of it, right, with everything else in their lifestyle, right? Like almost the, the diet, uh, the schedule, like mm-hmm. they have to be on time and they get frustrated when their schedule's thrown off, right? Mm-hmm. So then I just think, oh yeah, imagine their inbox is probably cleared all the time and their to-do list is always checked mm-hmm. off, right? And you're like, yep. 
OCD, ADHD, depression, whatever you want to call it, it's dopamine. Mm. So what happens when the dopamine is not there, they can't do any of this stuff. They can't be them. This person cannot function if they are not working out. That's how they feel. So if you say you can't work out, what are they going to do to you? Bye. Right. I mean, that's a lot of me. Right. Same deal with you, right? Yeah. I mean, it's like it is a constant struggle and it's created quite a bit of anxiety, honestly, within myself because I was taught through collegiate athletics that like you run yourself to the ground and you can never achieve enough. There are not enough accolades to fulfill you. Mm -hmm. And Thank God for Jenna, honestly. And thank God she's my sister because she can say something and I can say, screw you. Mm -hmm. And then she just says it again in like a week, right? Where like with friends, that can be kind of difficult. And so you're, you're speaking to me right now and it's, it's like, I keep thinking in my head, okay, so so then like, what do we do? The, the, the Jills of the world, Mm -hmm. right? The people that need the checklist that maybe we don't need it, but we've created these needs, Mm -hmm. right? I need the workout. I need the checklist. I need the constant like fulfillment like and i'm gonna add one thing on to you like just the same way that you were saying that people get their dopamine from working out like i've learned right now my dopamine hit is like more downloads on our podcast right social media scrolling Mm -hmm. too so just as like jill's getting those things done my dopamine is found in a different way but all of it seems to come off as something more ocd obsessive yeah right so keep going sorry so i'm just wondering like I don't see myself stopping working out, but I, 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 what I can see myself doing is shifting my mindset to create a more healthy relationship with it or mm-hmm. a more healthy relationship with my to-do list and those things. But what do I do? Like, I love the find your spot. What are some other tools sure. that right. we can use to help us get to this healthier place where it's not like, all right, I have to go to that 6 a.m. class and like, yep. right? Yep. So to this, I love this, and you brought up the, the thing that I needed to answer for you, Jenna, yeah. was um, what do you do about all this? So let's look at the, the typical female mm-hmm. who is working and is, is active, maybe uh, is a mom, has a busy second life on top of a work schedule. Let's just look at that, right? Mm-hmm. So you don't really have time to work out. You don't have time to go get a massage. You don't have time to go do anything for yourself, yeah. okay? I say, here's what you can do, all right? Now, I plug supplements because it's the easiest way. Mm -hmm. Plus, we have a supplement company, full disclosure. (laughs) But we love vitamins because here's what happens. It goes back to the vitamin drinks, okay? This entire time, those vitamins were being absorbed in your body, all right? While this speech happened and this conversation happened, the B vitamins went to your liver, which is the first place they normally go. And then they started helping your body make things like hormones and neurotransmitters to help you stay focused throughout this conversation. While that was happening, you started feeling good because you had more dopamine and serotonin. And with every conversation that we matched along with, you started raising your frequency with that. Mm -hmm. So what happened now is you're ready to listen, right? You're ready to engage. And if anyone's been listening to this entire podcast, you've basically had a console at this point. And now you're at this point saying, now what to do? Now you're ready. Okay. You support your liver. As a female, the number one thing you could do is support your liver from here on out. If you talk to a 10-year-old female, a 20-year-old female, a 30-year-old doesn't matter. The thing I'll tell you is, are you supporting your liver? I have no idea. Probably not. Bingo. You just <laughs> right. did. That drink. Yeah. B vitamins support the liver. Okay. Right? Uh, N-acetylcysteine, milk thistle, DIM, um, resveratrol, turmeric. All these things are ingredients that help support the liver. And if you want to make it as simple as this, and when you wake up in the morning, your spot at 9 a.m. might be like, that's when I take my supplements. Oh, I love that. Oh, I'm a, because the habit stacking is fun because it's like it 
it allows you to do that little thing where you feel good, but yeah. you're also not like stressing yourself out doing something good. Correct. Yeah. And so just what we do for our routine in the morning, ours uh, around 7 a.m. is when the family's downstairs and everyone's taking their vitamins together. Oh, that's my, my wife, my boys, and they take their vitamins. I take ours because here's the thing. We don't, that's our breakfast. Yeah. Going back to like, we don't need to eat certain foods. Well, yeah, those we need nutrients though. Like right. I, I don't need more glucose in my body. I don't need more protein in my body. I need more B vitamins because those B vitamins make me dopamine and serotonin throughout the day. And that's how I can stay focused for a podcast like this. Yeah. People are going to argue and listen to this and which I'm sure you've gotten a lot of um, pushback. People are, I hear all the time, well, you can just get your vitamins from food. It's not true at all. Right. What it's would you not, say to them? It's not true. We've tested it in the labs. And mm -hmm. so, okay, uh, the only diet mm -hmm. that, that can possibly hold up is, is if you're a carnivore eater mm -hmm. who's eating the liver mm -hmm. because the liver contains all the nutrients mm -hmm. that, that you need in the body. Mm -hmm. Can you explain in the most layman terms, because no one talks about the liver. Mm -hmm. You scroll through TikTok of all the health people you follow. It's not glamorous we, at all. Right? We do. That's why right. we're doing it. I was like, <laughs> you do it really well. But Thank I you. tried to do one post about it and Jill was like, fail <laughs> like, no one cares jenna in the most basic way what does the liver do mm -hmm. that makes you want to talk about it saying all right all the things liver 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 okay it detoxifies the body okay there you go yeah that's easy that's easy right yeah so any disease dysfunction health issue you can imagine fill in the blank the culprit is inflammation right we know this term by now right, right. Mm -hmm. inflammation it causes autoimmune disorders it's found in dementia it's found in heart disease and diabetes pcos endometriosis ibs right leaky mm -hmm. gut is inflammation of the gut it's essentially arthritis of the gut so is crohn's what's the culprit what's the culprit for crohn's what's the culprit for all that it's inflammation now what's the solution stomp out the inflammation mm -hmm. right yeah so then you say well how do i do that the liver wow so the liver is the fire extinguisher to the flame, which is an inflammation. You've completely, so I don't look at who we're interviewing social media before we interview them. And then I deep dive after. Mm -hmm. And I'm so excited because, and why I do that is because. I do the opposite. I, right. So, <laughs> you know. and, that's, and that's how we balance each other research. out. Love but it. the reason I do that is because I want to ask the questions that I would have yep. had I not done the research. Of course. Right. And I'm so excited because, and thank you, because you have had this conversation in a way that doesn't feel judgmental mm -hmm. and it doesn't feel like a pressure, right? Like I don't, I'm not stressed out. A lot of times you hear all these practitioners of some sort and you're like, oh God, now I have to do this, 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 and this. Right. And if I don't, then I, right? And it's like, this is so cool because wherever you're at in your health journey, from the conversation we just had, there's something you can do. Mm -hmm. I completely agree. Um, this is why the approach to me practicing is how I talk now. Mm. Back 10 years ago, before I did thousands of labs on people and had thousands of conversations about hormones and inflammation, autoimmune disorders and gut issues and digestive issues and liver issues, it all came down to this. If you just address the liver, you can address most of these things. Yeah. The lifestyle imp implementations are, are the, the key of getting someone to make the behavior change. Mm -hmm. Because I, here's the thing, the frustration comes from, I care too much more than the clients do, right? And you come down to this too, right? Mm -hmm. And you say, well, that's a bad relationship to have with someone if you care more about someone else's health than they do. Right. Right. But I say, no, that's my job, mm -hmm. okay? So your job and your podcast alone is creating the change 
and the opportunity for women and listeners and men even everywhere to have an opportunity to be heard, have questions answered, and also say, well, I have solutions now, right? Mm -hmm. So our solution for anything is going to be the liver. So if, if I go down with the ship, right, it's that Nurse Doza said, take care of your liver, and that'll take care of detoxification, inflammation, hormones, mm -hmm. metabolism, uh, weight loss. If you want to lose weight, do a liver detox, and that's another thing that no one ever talks about. No. So since day one, we give vitamins for the liver. Our number one vitamin, and this is a plug, is liver love. So you imagine that you say, okay, keep this simple. You take liver love first thing in the morning. You take whatever supplements you want. I recommend L-glutamine. That's my mm -hmm. gut supplement in the morning. Mm -hmm. uh, you take your probiotics, your collagen, peptides, whatever. And then you may or may not eat. But you got your nutrients in for what? Your liver, possibly some hormones, some neurotransmitter production. Maybe you took some vitamin D with it. Mm -hmm. Maybe a fish oil because I'm, I'm real big in a, a fish oil. Oh, cool. And then let's say you, get, you got your nutrients for the day. Mm -hmm. Whatever you choose to do on top of that is now what you personally need. So let's go to like PCOS and endometriosis real quick if we have mm -hmm. enough time. Mm -hmm. um, so let's say that PCOS is, a, is the most common endocrine hormonal issue amongst females in the world. Mm -hmm. Like you know someone that has PCOS. Let's just be honest, right? Yeah. What do you do about it? Well, most people don't even know what PCOS is. It's an imbalance of hormones, not just one. What's it, what it technically stands for is polycystic ovarian syndrome. And what it's like is imagine you have a trash bag surrounding your ovaries. And, over, and hormones can't get in or out. And I'm saying you release estrogen, not inside the fallopian tubes and all that, it out, comes outside the ovary. So imagine you release estrogen into the bloodstream. Well, if there's a bag surrounding it, estrogen can't get out. Right. And so imagine you're 18 or 20 and you're like, where's my estrogen at? I'm a female. All of a sudden you're, you take a scan on the ovaries, you're like, yep, you got a cyst on your ovary. And you're like, how'd that happen? Insulin resistance. So for people who are insulin resistant, which one in three people in this country are, imagine if you're an 18-year-old female, you can be insulin resistant of the ovaries. And that's the form of diabetes you're going to have. So then I imagine for most females, they're diabetic. Because when you find their lab work, you start looking at it, they have insulin issues. And the thing is, their blood sugar is fine. But what happens when you eat at the wrong times and the wrong kind of food, mm -hmm. you spike your insulin mm -hmm. and that fluctuates. You can't fluctuate your insulin throughout the day and not expect inflammation or dysfunction to happen. That's the most metabolic hormone we make, which means insulin regulates everything. And guess what? Insulin and the liver talk to each other all the time. If you eat anything, it's the insulin in the liver that basically is controlling what you eat and what you store in your body. So when you consume a cheeseburger, your body breaks it down in the, in the gut. It, first of all, it, it absorbs it, and then it goes to the liver. But the insulin is like the Uber driver carrying the cheeseburger to the liver. Mm -hmm. And then it says like, all right, we got a lot more cheeseburger we got to do. We got to call more Uber drivers. So then there's more insulin. So you imagine the body releases all these Uber drivers way too young. And yet for some reason, all this commotion is going around the ovaries because insulin directly talks to the ovaries too. Because guess what? Insulin talks to all the organs. So if you're spiking your insulin at one part around the liver, I guarantee you're spiking it around other places. It could be the brain, it could be the heart, it could be your arteries, it could be your ovaries. And while this is happening, the, per the female is insulin resistant. That's what my first diagnosis is going to cost them. It's like control the insulin, mm -hmm. watch the PCOS get better. But why this happened, there was a adrenal issue on top of this, not a testosterone issue. Mm -hmm. The adrenals make testosterone, but mm -hmm. it's not that – that was a problem. The problem is this. Women don't even realize they make estrogen in more places than just the ovaries. Mm -hmm. Right. So yep. then what happens is this. You say, well, what's going on in PCOS? They're not fertile anymore. Like that's the issue, right? They're like diabetic infer infertile. 
and then their adrenals are stressed to the max, which your adrenals are your hormones for stress. And you're, they're basically burnt out and diabetic at age 18, and that's PCOS. That's why so many women find that they have infertility issues, and then when they go to someone who's more holistic and they change the way that they eat and they start to supplement, boom, they get pregnant. Correct, and I'll take you one step further. Imagine this same lady was put on birth control okay. around this time frame. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Birth control wrecked this whole thing and just mm -hmm. inflamed it and probably yeah. led it quicker into PCOS. God. We have to have an entire episode with right. you. We can totally we have, have to. If, please, if, 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 yeah. I'll tell you this. Just for the, the just for the female listeners, if yeah. you want me to explain hormones in thirty minutes, where you'll never forget it again, I will. And it, what's really fascinating is, this is how we've learned. This is why I say we understand female hormones because females have insulin issues, they have adrenal issues, they have leptin issues, yeah. they have dopamine issues, mm -hmm. they have thyroid issues. We haven't gotten to the thyroid. I mean, shoot, right? <laughs> we have so many now, episodes. Now, now, to tie it all back, because you're like, okay, it gets really complex, because I don't want anyone to walk away like, oh my God, you kind of undid all the cool stuff I thought I could do earlier. Right. Yeah. No, you can't, because remember, it's as simple as you take your liver love in the morning, yeah. right? You are your other supplements along with it. You take your B vitamins, right? right? And then uh, you find your spot at 9 a.m. Maybe not mm -hmm. just wait till Saturday, You'd find your spot at 9 a.m. Mm -hmm. Tuesday morning, Wednesday morning, Thursday morning. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And let's say it changes every time. Let's go back to it. What would it look like? Well, with me, I only have 10 minutes sometimes. Mm -hmm. What would you do in 10 minutes if you had 10 minutes to yourself? Breathe. Box breathing. Box breathing. Read. What would you read? Um, my Kindle. I would read um, this new book that I'm reading, Happy Place. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 10 minutes. Mm -hmm. And then you say, okay, now I can carry on with my day. Yeah. Now, if you wait to the 9 p.m. to do this, mm. you gave all your energy away. There's nothing left. Mm. I got done talking to someone yesterday, and this happens all the time. They say, well, at the end of the day, I'm too tired to do anything. This is yeah. the part that is going to be the behavior change in the listeners that hopefully they get. If you have to put it in your calendar in the morning at 9 a.m., like this is my happy my spot, yeah. then you do it because sure. then alarm goes off. You're like, oh, that's it. Because mm -hmm. if it, if your Fitbit tells you to get up and walk, then you can have a calendar set for 10 minutes for you to put yourself first. Mm -hmm. You make it a non-negotiable and yeah. say, this is what is going to keep my sanity. Mm -hmm. And yeah. if I don't do this, I have nervous breakdowns and I have burnout syndromes and I have to show up to events and act like everything's okay. It's right. not okay. Because all the women who come in here complain about this exact same thing. Mm -hmm. All the men who come in here think it's testosterone. I'm like, it's not, bro. It's not just your testosterone. Your it's, liver. It's your liver. <laughs> right. It really is your liver. So, Wow. Thank you so much. I'm, this has been incredible. I, I'm not kidding when I say we might need four episodes. Yeah. To, nice. I want to talk. And I need some liver yeah. love. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Amen. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank yeah, you. I appreciate it.